I'm Aeson and this is a City Watch podcast transfer special. Um, what we're going to try and do today is we're going to try... Well, it's firstly, it's part of a three-part series that we're going to do. In this part, which is part one, we're going to deal with the squad and the outgoings for the summer. So we're going to look at the squad as a whole. That includes all the players that are returning from loan and look at who will be selling this summer and who will be loaning out. And then that will make it easier in the next podcast to begin to figure out which positions we need to buy for and look at shortlists that way. Uh, I'm joined by Anis, by Lloyd and by Jordan for this one. Hello, lads. Hi. Hello. How are we all doing, Hello, Lloyd? Son. Lloyd, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. All good in sunny Stockport. Excellent. Anis, you good? I'm good. I'm here uh, recording from Brighton. Nice. Welcome back. It's been a while for you. It has, yeah. Jordan, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm very well. What part of the world are you in? I'm in Nottingham. Yeah, just at uni. Lovely, lovely. Um, Right, lads, you've all got your squad lists. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to read out the squad list for our listeners and for anybody who wants to play along at home. This is the squad list that we're working from. So it is goalkeepers, Bravo, Caballero, Hart, Gunn, then Adarabio, Clichy, Stones, Otamendi, Denea, Kolarov, Company, Maffeo, Mangala, Sanya, Angelino and Zabaleta. Then, Gundawan, De Bruyne, Sane, Delph, Fernandinho, Fernando, Alex Garcia, Samir Nasri, Navas, David Silva, Raheem Sterling, Yaya Torre, Oleg Zinchenko, Gabi Jesus, Nolito, Aguero, Wilfred Boney, Kelechi Iheanacho, Marlos Moreno, and Patrick Roberts. That makes... 36 players that will be at the club at the start of pre-season training and as I said what we're going to do today is we're going to try and figure out who we're selling and uh, and who we're loaning um, look what we're going to do is we'll we'll start with the back four and Lloyd I'm going to start with you what what's your is there anybody that you know for you is certainly gone this summer certainly gone yeah Bravo. Okay. Joe Hart. Okay. Um, Sanya, Zabaleta and Clichy, all three go for me, all three out of contract. Um, and then I think we've got a bit of a difficulty. Uh, Mangala, definitely. Sorry, Anis. Um, <laughs> oh, no. And then, and company as well. Okay. And then I think we've got a slight difficulty in that we might need to keep one of Otamendi or Denea. Um, but I would provisionally say get rid of them both. Before we get there... Jesus. Hold on, hold on. Before we get there, Jordan, are you yeah. happy with Lloyd's we're getting rid of these players list? Um, yeah, fairly happy. The, the one I would say, which I don't think is clear-cut, um, is Sanya, just because he can play centre-back. He's a bit more versatile than Zabaleta. And if we've got to... I mean, we can't get rid of the whole squad over the summer... So I wouldn't really be too bothered about keeping Sanya. But the rest of them, Clichy, Bravo, Hart, Zabba, um, company as well, actually. Do you know what? I think that's not clear-cut either. I think that would be really sad to see him go. Okay. Um, I definitely wouldn't regard him as going out the door, definitely. Okay. So, Lloyd, just so I'm clear on this, Bravo goes for you. 
Joe Hart goes for you. It's probably easier to say who I'd keep, to be honest. <laughs> now, tell me, who's uh, go- remind me again who's going, just so that I can make this list clear. Okay, so Bravo, Hart. Yeah. Sanya, Zabaleta, Clichy. Yeah. Mangala, uh, Company. And then one of Otamendi and Denea as well. One of Otamendi and Denea as well. So for you... Adarabayo, even though he's out of contract, you believe that he will stay? Uh, no, I th- actually, sorry, I think he'll go as well. I think I think we're going to lose him. He doesn't like we've concluded a contract, and apparently Everton are very close. So I think I think he'll be out of our hands going, if that makes sense. I don't think we'll be selling him. Okay. Um, and the w- other one you've not mentioned is Caballero's out of contract. Does he stay or does he go for you? He stays for me, gets a new deal. So Caballero stays and gets a new deal. Okay, so that, Lloyd, I've got your list in front of me now. Um, so I'm going to take issue with that immediately. Caballero's got to go. Really? Yeah, Caballero's but- got to go because you can't have two foreign keepers. And we, I think that Pickford is too young to be first choice. So I presume that with Bravo going, we'll be bringing another what we consider to be first choice goalkeeper in um and i don't want two foreign goalkeepers in the squad it's a waste of i wouldn't i wouldn't be against that to be honest um there's just no way we'll go into the season with angus gunn as number two so if we can if we can sign if we can work a way to sign two goalkeepers i'd be perfectly happy with that i'm more just going off that caballero's form has been good enough mate we we are bagaristan today so it's up to us who we sell and who we sign so that's the decision we've got to make today is what do we do about Caballero? Do we give this guy a contract because he's played so well, bearing in mind that we'll then have two foreign keepers or do we get rid of him? Am I the, am I the only one who wants him to stay and sign a foreign keeper too? I mean, yeah. we've, done, we've done it this season. We've still managed to f- fulfil the homegrown quota. And I've been really impressed with Caballero the past few months. And if you look at the top European teams, Barca, Madrid... Basically, nearly every single, even Juventus, every single top European team, they have two good goalkeepers. And would Pickford really come and be second choice when he when he could play week in, week out for Sunderland or even a, a bigger Premier League team? Well, I so think... for, for me, I would keep Caballero and sign whoever. Okay, look, I'd... go on, Jordan. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Caballero has been very impressive. He's waited a long time for his chance. He's been superb since he's come into the team. And I'd just give him one more year. I know there's high hopes for Angus Gunn. Send Gunn out on loan and hopefully he can come back next season and then kind of fulfil your wishes in having one homegrown keeper and one foreign keeper. Lloyd, have those two my, swayed you? Uh, no, well, I mean, I was originally keeping Caballero. It's just that more my vibe is this Ederson deal seems like it's really moving quite quickly. So mm. um, it kind of seems like that if we're signing him, then... You know, we have to sign. We'd have to sign two goalkeepers if we don't uh, keep Caballero. Yeah, fine. You can keep Caballero. <laughs> he's done. Well. No, no, he's done well enough. I mean, I my, my feeling was. Just... But I, I agree with the, the thing. Is, I know this is a drum that you've always beat. That I do think you should always have a, a, a homegrown keeper, just because yeah. it makes it just makes the situation so much easier. It's just it's just a body, isn't it? For me, it's about that the idea of foreign spots in the squad, and and if you've got a player. Backup keepers rarely play. If you've got a, a player taking up a foreign spot who's basically not going to play, it's just a waste of time. Um, and I also think that with the kind of the emergence of Pickford, 
and I appreciate the fact there's a lot of people who feel that his kicking's nowhere near good enough, but if we are to believe City's interest in him, I'd be looking at somebody like Aderson to come in and Pickford on the basis that one's English, one's foreign, one's a little bit more senior than the other one, got a bit more experience, but really either of them could be first choice and I think that Pickford could provide competition. But okay, maybe that's too much to do this summer. So um all right, so we'll 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 keep Caballero. We'll give him a we'll give him a twelve month extension. How does that sound? That sounds great. Four's a big willy. Yeah. <laughs> um what about the decision on Denea and Otamendi? My 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 reasoning on that was more just that if we, I think we're basically going to go into the season with, I think we can all agree, definitely Stones and Kolarov definitely as a as a form of backup. If we only go with those two, that means we might have to sign two centre backs, which, given the issues elsewhere, might be too much of a push. And I could see us keeping one of Otamendi and Dene. If we got a big offer from Madrid for Otamendi, I, I reckon we'd sell. Um, and then it's, do we think Dene is good enough to be kind of a fourth choice? I'm, I'm not sure, personally. See, I've got, I, I, I want Dene sold because I don't think he's got the mentality to play for a top club. <clears throat> what about Otamendi then? I'd keep Otamendi all day long, even if he's fourth choice. I'd absolutely keep him. Even if Madrid has um, come in with a bid of close to what we paid for him, you'd still keep him. I, I, where are you going to go and find somebody to? To, he knows what he knows what it means to play for Pep and what it means to play for City. Where are we going to go and find somebody who is prepared to come and sit on the bench, who has the quality that Otamendi's got, who's going to slot into the system, bearing in mind the pressure that is on our centre-halves, who's going to slot into the system when they're called upon. I think it's a very big ask, that. Mm-hmm. No, you've swayed me there, to be honest. I think we definitely, there's no way we can get rid of Otamendi, Company, and Denea because I don't think we can sign two centre backs. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I, cool with that. And with your here as well, Asan, I find it really strange how he's uh, seemed desperate to move like to Galatasaray and Sunderland to play first team football rather than stay here for a season and learn from Pep. Because with the way that our defence has been going this season, he could have had a serious shot at starting week in, week out for us. So, I don't think it's going to happen for him at the club. Yeah, no, I, I would, I would go along with that. I, I mean, I, and I don't get me wrong because I, I would love for Denea to, to be the player that I thought he was, but I'm just not sure that he is. And I think that he, he, he was in preseason last summer, wasn't he? He took part in yeah. preseason training, so Pep's had a look at him. Um, so yeah, no, he, he, for me, Denea, Denea is the one that we sell. Um, okay. So do we do we have agreement that Otamendi stays and Denea goes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just so that we're clear, are we all in agreement that Vincent Company gets sold this summer? Yeah, hundred percent. My heart says no, but yeah, my head says yeah. Okay. Um, in the fullback positions, we're letting go of Zabaleta. Well, Zabaleta. Clichy and Sanya are out of contracts come the summer. Um, are we all agreed that the three of those go? For me, yeah. Okay. We, so, we what, need, yeah. so what do we do with Maffeo then? Because Maffeo's on loan. Um, I don't see. A, I don't envisage a scenario 
where buying four fullbacks is realistic. So I would expect Maffeo to come back and to, I guess, be the backup right back. That's what I'm. That's what I want to do anyway. I want to bring him back um, and give him a chance next season. Give him a proper chance. Lloyd, what about? I agree. Yeah, completely. I mean, I, I like Maffeo. Um, I think he. I think he did. What, he's done well with the very limited chances that he's got, and whilst he is playing in the Segunda, um, it sounds like he's doing pretty well. And I think we've got enough flexibility if we sign a good right back and we keep uh, Fernandinho that. Um, that we would keep him because we can't. We I don't think we could farm him out as well because then we would literally have no fullbacks. Yeah, um, is that good with you, Jordan? Yeah, it is. I was really impressed with him. I, I thought he should have stayed and been a part of the squad this season after his um, performances at home to Star Bucharest and away at Old Trafford in that one 0 League Cup loss. I was really impressed with him, and um, I'd love to see him bring like brought back. Yeah, Anis. Um... Not really, but I wouldn't mind either way. If we are going to take a risk and have, let's say, a youth player as reserve, I'd rather be on the left side, since Fernandinho can play right back. And I'm quite quite keen on giving Bakary uh, another year at City. He's done all right this season, and as a second choice, I think he'll I think he'll do well as well. But the thing is, I had this feeling that Pep might play a back three anyways, and we might not need two fullbacks in each position. I agree with that. Because Pep could be, could be playing that. Because we saw we saw uh, last year. I know we haven't played it since Leicester away, but we saw last year. You really like that formation, and he could come back to that. So we might not need two fullbacks in his position. I've spoken to Pep, and he's made it clear <laughs> that he wants to have the ability to play with okay. a back four or a back three, and he wants he wants options for both, and he wants backup for both. So all right, okay. I appreciate what you're saying uh, on Bakary. So you want you want you want Sanya to stay? Um, yeah, I just think it's. Uh, uh, so here's what I think. I think what you said about preferring to have backup on the left-hand side, I appreciate what you're saying. The issue is we don't have somebody on the left-hand side because Angelino isn't going to make it. Um, so the only place in the back four, and Adarabayo, we've agreed, is going to go on a free. So the only place in the back four where there's even space for a homegrown player is at right back. Um, so I think on that basis, Sanya and Zabaleta will both have to go unless Jordan or Lloyd wants to back you up on the uh, keeping Sanya from. I don't, don't well, think I, that's going to happen. I, I said at the start that I wouldn't be completely adverse to keeping Sanya. He, he can play centre back. So as Anis said, if Pep wants to go for a back three, would you got prefer to... Sanya or Maffeo? Because you can't keep them both. Um, it's a tough one. It's I'd say Maffeo. I've got a big hopes for him, but yeah. um, I wouldn't be the end of the world if we kept Sanya. Yeah, but we have to decide. Like yeah, Maffeo, yeah. Maffeo, Maffeo for me, hundred percent. Okay, fine. All right, Maffeo for no, Maffeo for me too. Okay. I wouldn't mind another way, but go on. Yeah, no, I just think I think if if we if yeah. if we had a better left back, if we had you know if Angelino was at the level that Maffeo was at, your argument would make sense because then we could say, well, Fernandinho can play at right back, so in theory we could loan Maffeo out for another year and and keep Angelino, or we could keep Sanya, but mm. yeah, I think as it stands. Uh, we bring Maffeo back and we uh, um, we let Sanya go. Okay, so, wow, that's a lot of defenders going and not many staying. All I've got left on my on my keep list is Caballero and, and Angus Gunn in the, uh, in the goalkeeping department, Stones, Otamendi and Kolarov, 
in the in the centre half department, and uh, Maffeo is the uh, is the only fullback. So <laughs> the lone fullback. Yeah, so it's going to be. We already know that's a sad that's a sad indictment on our squad, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, we we had this conversation off air. I don't know if it's a, if it, if it's a sad indictment of anything. I think that once this transfer window is over, then we'll be able to say whether what's gone on in the last two or three years was a mess or whether it was actually a calculated gamble that has paid off. I think it's a mess when you've got three, you've got your three fullbacks leaving all at the same time with it ex- deals expiring. It's, it's been a joke that it's even been allowed Poor to get funny. It really. It's really let us down this season. So I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, but Guardiola's got to carry the can for some of that, which I made very, very clear to him when he, uh, when he complained. When he <laughs> uh, okay. so, with, uh, sorry, Asam, with, um you said Angus Gunn you've still got there. Um, are we staying to keep him around or loan him out? Because I, I, I think he's got to get some experience now. He's been in the EDS for quite a while. Um I'd have to say loan him out to a championship club, maybe give him some experience. Okay, I I would I would absolutely go along with that. I can I can put Angus Gunn on the loan list, and we can put also I'm going to put Angelino on the loan list as well because yep. we're not going to sell Angelino. We'll just loan him out. Is that cool? Yeah. I don't really yep. like selling. Mm. I don't really like selling homegrown players unless they kick up a stink. Uh, okay, let's move forward into the midfield. So let's start with out of contract Torre. Who wants to give Yaya Torre a new contract? I don't. I do. Lloyd. Uh, yeah, I'd give him a I'd give him a one year deal. Yeah, I'd also give him a one year deal. <laughs> okay, so I've spoken to Dimitri, and there's absolutely no way that Dimitri's going to take a one-year deal. Dimitri wants a two-year deal because he's being offered two-year deals. He also wants a two-year deal on wages. He'll take he'll take a wage cut, but only from two hundred and fifty grand to two hundred grand a week. So the reality is that it's not really a wage cut. We're still going to be committing somewhere in the region of fifteen or twenty million pounds to Yaya in wages over two years. That's the only way we can keep him. Does that change if, anybody's decision? Yeah, it does. If if Dimitri is going to be a prick about it, then then it wouldn't be the end of the world if Yaya left. I I'm, I'm Yaya Torre's biggest fan. I love him more than anything. He's my, probably my favourite player ever. But if he were to leave, it would free up so much space on the wage on the wage bill, and we could and we could sign maybe another midfielder, maybe two on, on the same wages. So if we can't get him to stay on a one-year deal, if he is down to do that, because I have read that he wants to stay at sea, he wants to stay in the Premier League particularly, and he wouldn't mind taking a wage cut. If he wants to, then we'll do that. I'm very much down for that because he's still got the quality to play for sea. But if financially, he wants it, a two-year not... deal. That's that's non-negotiable. Even if, if we can negotiate the wages, he wants if, a two-year deal. So, um... as you say, if if it's financially not ideal, then I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't mind, you know. Letting him go. For me, it's not the wages; it's the it's the length of the deal that yes, makes, the length. makes it problematic. Mm. Because I think that having keeping Yaya for another twelve months on some type of rolling contract, I'm all in favour of. What I'm not in favour of is being in a position where we give Yaya Torre a two year contract. His legs fall off halfway through this season. Come next summer. His agent is looking at us going, you need to pay off the last 12 months of this deal because we want to leave on a free and go somewhere else. It's just, I don't want to get involved in a situation like that. I think that with Dimitri the way that he is, 
there's got to be a really compelling argument to give Yaya a two-year deal. So unless somebody's got one, we no. I, the only the only way I'd couch it is like Hannes. If 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 we could give him a one-year deal, I, I think if it was on reduced terms, around two hundred grand a week or whatever, mm. I'd do that. But if we're talking two years, then no. Okay. I also agree with that. Um, if we're giving him a two-year deal, I, I'm going off the assumption that we're also going to sign a set at mid this season, regardless of whether Yaya um, stays or goes. And then we've also got Alex Garcia to think about. So I think two years is too long. But um, if if Dimitri's saying it's two years or nothing, then I think he's got to go. Well, look, what, I'll tell you what we can do for the moment. Why don't we put a question mark next to Torre? Um and then when we get to the bit where we're looking at players who we're going to bring in and the wage bill, we'll see whether Torre's wages need to be moved out to bring a player in or whether we can afford to just kind of keep him. Like, we're all right for the moment because Torre's first preference is to stay at City. So Dimitri's not, he's not going to do anything until we've decided what we're doing with him. So it gives us a little bit of time. Um, so shall we just put a question mark next to him for now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so the next two that I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about them as a pair, is Fernando and Delph. Uh, now, obviously, neither of them have, have, have kicked a ball in anger, more or less, this season. Um, so how do we... How do we feel about them? Jordan, I'm going to start with you. Any strong feelings about whether we should keep or sell those two? Um, I think we've got to sell Delph. I think it's telling that Pep's really not given him a chance. We've all been crying out to see him at left back um, because he seems to have some qualities to play there and we're seriously lacking in that area. But the fact that he's not really played there, he's, um, he's telling, he's got serious injury problems. And I think the only thing that would really keep him at the club is his homegrown status. So I, I think we should objectively just be getting rid of Delph. Fernando, I'm less sure on because if we think back to the last six months of Pellegrini's reign, um, he was quite an influential player for us. When some players were letting us down, he was at, he stepped his game up. So if we at the position in a position where we think we're letting too many players go, then I wouldn't be too bothered about keeping Fernando potentially. We know he's a limited player. We know he's not a Guardiola player, but he can do a job. So I, I actually quite like him as a as an option to have. But How Delph- do you expect me to sell to Pep the idea that you want to keep a player who isn't a Pep player? Well, when I say he's not a Pep player, it doesn't mean that he can't play for Pep. It just means that he's not going to be starting week in, week out playing... Pep doesn't the- trust him. ...with his football. Uh, I, I guess, but I, I think we could do worse as a fourth choice, as, a, as someone to come on and close out a game. Okay. Uh, Anis? Um, with Fernando, I mean, I'm not one to tell Pep how to play football, but every team, every squad needs a destroyer, a DM, that sort of player. I mean, you look at, say, Madrid, they have this free-flowing, attacking football, yet here's Casemiro, who's a very limited player, a very Fernan- in the Fernando Fernando's model player. Do you think Fernando is a good enough destroyer? Do you think that Fernando... He is. He, he's, a, he's a good destroyer. I mean, destroyers are obsolete in the modern game as, as stars, but... He's good at what he does. Yeah. As as Jordan said, remember the Champions League run? He played, I think, every single game against uh, PSG, Madrid and uh, Dinamo Kiev, and he performed well. OK, that's that's a pretty compelling argument, Lloyd. To, yeah, I agree. I think um, I originally said both to go. Um, on, on Fernando, 
it's a difficult one because I think he. <sighs> I think what Anis says is spot on, to be honest. I think as a kind of, as an option, as a, as a destroyer to bring on and kind of close out games, I think he's not the worst option. And Pep has used him in uh, in certain games this season. He has started, whereas Delph has played absolutely zero football. I think Delph's made two starts this season. Um, and they were in, cup, like, nothing cup competitions. Fernando played quite a key role in the Arsenal game. Um, and... I could see, I could see him staying. Uh, as for Delph, I think, um, I mean, he's been un- underused to the point of, yeah, he's just, he's, yeah, he's just not involved. The, the the only saving grace for him is the fact that he's homegrown. But I would have expected him to play a lot more by now. He wasn't even on the bench um, against Liverpool. He's been fit for ages now, and he's hardly played. So I think, yeah, he's gone. Uh, Fernando. Yeah, I think Anis made quite a good argument. Okay. But I'd probably still get rid. Mm. Fernando's a difficult one, lads, because you've asked to keep Torre, yeah, and now you're asking to keep... Oh, no, I wouldn't keep both. I wouldn't keep both of them. Let me just let me just explain to you all that, that Pep doesn't feel he's got centre midfield players he can trust. So, and he likes to have a squad full of centre midfield players... So, you can't keep them both. You can't keep Torre and Fernando. It's literally a physical impossibility because you'll upset the manager. So, in terms of what we do there, you have to decide. Would you rather buy a destroyer because it's cheaper and keep Torre for a year? Or would you rather buy a deep-lying playmaker, which will be more expensive, um, and keep Fernando? I, I think we're, we're after a deep line playmaker anyways, but if it's between Fernando and Torre, I'm going to pick Torre every day of the week because Torre can still play deepest. We've, we've seen this season ever since he came back. He's played amazing in that deep role, but he's not first choice uh, after summer. No way. I don't see it. I could see Pep going out and buying Vigil or someone like that. So if it's between Torre and Fernando, I'm going to have to go with Torre. Okay. Uh, I disagree vehemently with that. But okay, um, Jordan. Um, yeah, well, if we're going off that Torres only staying to uh, can only stay for two years, then I'd probably say Fernando. I just don't think Torre can stay longer than a year, okay. and um, I think there's more pressing concerns. Yeah, Fernando should be kept around just for the for the role he can play when needed. Lloyd. Yeah, if if we if Yaya's not signing a one year contract, then uh, Fernando. Fine. So then we keep Fernando and we sell Torre. Oh, sell That's a shame. We let him go on a free. It is a shame. Which brings us to his busy mate, Sammy Nasri. Um, <laughs> now, Sammy's got a, uh, a buyout clause in the loan deal with Sevilla at, mm. eight, at 18 million euros. And uh, Monchi says that as long as they qualify for the Champions League, which it looks like they will do, they're going to activate that clause. So it might be out of our hands. Is there anybody here who feels really strongly that Nasri should stay? Um, yeah. I mean, Aysen, have you spoken to Nasri or his agent? What, what are they saying? What are they saying? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to run for Pep. Have you seen the size of it? <laughs> It's so it's it's so sad because he'd be so perfect in that number ten eight role that that Silver and De Bruyne play. I know um, Lloyd's been banging this drum. Well, 
Well, we, is he still chubby? He looked he looked alright against Leicester. Hey, he looked nah, he, he looked like he's, he he's just he just got a big North African ass, man, like me. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. We've all he'd got. Had, he'd had a drip bit, doctor. Bit. He'd fill it. <laughs> stop! Stop! <laughs> okay, um, Lloyd. Um, well, I think everyone everyone knows that I think getting rid of Nasri was such a such a mistake. However, I think we've now, unfortunately, we've put ourselves in a position where I don't think we can keep him as much as I would like to. If it if if you took all reason and practicality out of it and um, we could call the shots, I think I would definitely keep him. But the situation is such that I don't think he's now going to want to stay. I don't think it's the kind of situation that we can tell him, um, kind of like what Stefan says, we earn your contract, mate, you're coming back because of the buyout clause. So I think, unfortunately, because of circumstance, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Jordan? Yeah, I feel really strongly that he's got to go. Um Obviously, objectively, just looking at his style of play would be perfect. But the fact is, he doesn't want to be here. He didn't want to be here in the summer. And I don't think anything will have changed, given that he's had such a great time at Sevilla. Um, he's really loving life there. And I think, I know the next transfer pod will be discussing incomings, but if someone like Isco were to come in, then mm. they'd be able to do a very similar job. Yeah. And I think yeah. he's got to go. Okay, fair enough. So then, Sammy... You are going to go. To be honest with you, I think it's going to get taken out of our hands because I think that Sevilla will uh, will just activate that that clause because at eighteen million euros, it's a great price for Nasri. Bargain for them. It's a, for them. It's a great price for us. It's actually for us. It's a good deal as well because he's on ridiculous wages. So the fact that we get a transfer fee and get those wages off the books is uh, is a good deal. It will make uh, it will make Soriano and the bean counters very happy. Um, okay. Controversial question. Ilke Gundawan, do we keep him? What? Of course. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I don't see I, how we can tell him. I'm, 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 I'm putting it out there that, you know, the, the third kind of year-long injury that he's had in five years, yeah? So that means that out of five years, he's missed near enough three years of football. Um, I'm asking, I'd, like to, I'd like to argue against that. Um, you'd like to argue against what? The, what you're saying? So, what saying are you anything. saying selling him? No, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm just. I'm asking the are, question. I'm floating. Uh, okay. I'm, are they I'm not all... impact injuries rather than muscle injuries? Yeah. All three of them were impact. Were they not? I, I, that's yeah. not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that out of the last five or six years of football, unless I'm mistaken, he's missed nearly three years, and he's in his mid twenties. So I'm simply asking the question about whether it's possible that the accumulation of these injuries will mean that when he comes back, he will be less of a player and also whether the knee will recover properly and also the fact that it's a position that is obviously so key and so important for Pep that I'm just... It's really I think there's, a, question. I I think think there's a very... Just, just to say, I think there's a very live risk of that happening that... Gundogan won't come back exactly the same player. And I don't think even when he was playing, I think he had a couple of good games, but I still don't think we saw we yeah. saw the level of him um, that he was at Dortmund. Because the difficulty is, obviously, he dislocated the knee whilst, when we bought him. He's now done his ACL. And as Asan, you referred to, he had that year-long back injury. But I think he's such a good player at his peak and he be, he's so perfect to this Pep style in that he can play the sixth role and he can also play the eight that 
you take the risk and you keep him. I, I do, but I'd couch that with. I do think there's a possibility that we might not see the same player. But it sounds like um, the story emerging yesterday, anyway, that he's two months ahead on his um, injury recovery. Um, he'll be coming back in July rather than September, which is promising. So I'd keep him. Okay, cool. I yeah. think I think a, a question for maybe next summer after we've seen how he comes back. Because let's say even we had these doubts at City and we we were looking into selling him. Which club is going to, first of all, buy an injured player and pay the sort of money that Ilkay Gundogan would cost? And I, th- I think it'd be a bit of a PR disaster as well to even get rid of him just because he got injured. Um, these injuries are, as Anis said, they're impact injuries. There's a difference between being injury prone and being dreadfully unlucky, which Gundogan's been. And I think we've got to uh, persevere with him a bit. I mean, Pep was desperate for him to come so much that we still bought him when he was injured last time. So I think it'd be mm. very for him to leave and uh, I think sure I mean I don't think I, I think that to be clear it's not selling him is unrealistic in fact it's impossible um, it's more it'll be more of a question and I'll raise it again when we begin to talk about how many players we're bringing in in certain positions okay. um, because I feel as though even if there isn't a question mark about whether we keep him or we sell him certainly when we get to that stage we'll have to talk about how we plan for next season uh, but Lloyd when did you say he's back um, so it's reported that he's going to be back um, well actually not reported he said it directly in quotes that he's going to be back for the beginning of July which is when our preseason uh, starts we play United on the 20th of July which is our first game and uh, he was originally going to be back aiming to be back September mid-September so quite a bit into the season probably about three or four weeks in so a uh, so he's basically sliced two months off his recovery at the moment. Well, that's good because that means that Pep can look at him in pre-season and then, from a squad point of view, make a decision about whether he's going to play a lot or whether we're going to have to go into the market. Uh, okay, Alex Garcia. Now, with Alex, we ain't selling him. It's just a question of whether he stays or whether we loan him out so that he can play. Um Lloyd, I'm going to start with you because I know you're a big fan of his, so it'll be interesting to see how you approach the Garcia situation. Yeah, he stays 100% for me. He becomes one of the... He takes one of Delphin Fernando's spots in that he becomes essentially what will be a part of the actual first team. Um, he's been making the bench ahead of those two regularly. I know he's not played as much as I, I and a lot of other City fans would have liked him to, but... He's shown some really good signs um, against Huddersfield when he was around the big boys, which is the first time we've seen him in that kind of environment. I thought he was very good. And the best thing was he just looked seamless. It, it just kind of, it didn't look like a youth player playing. So yeah, for me, he's 100% part of the squad, no loan. Okay. Um, Alex? Um, I mean, we're not talking about incomings, but I'd, I'd probably loan him out because... He hasn't played. I think he's only made one or two appearances in the past four months since the United game, actually, in the in the League Cup. He's not played this season because there are just so many more better players than him. So I would loan him out. I do rate the guy, and I think he should go out, get some experience, and then come back next year. Mm. Um, Jordan, what about you? Yeah, um, as long as he's a big part of our future, then I'm not too fussed what happens this season. I don't. I don't think he'd be influential enough to really impact our year next year. Um, he's clearly got immense talent, but I, I think he needs to bulk up a bit. Um, and I don't mm. think he'll get the start 
really next year too often. Um, so I wouldn't mind if he went on, on loan to a Premier League or La Liga club, came back a bit be- uh, stronger. As I said, I think we'll be in the market for another centre mid this year. Um, mm. But as long as he's staying long term, then I'm not too bothered. But I'll, I'd probably loan him out if you had to push me for a question, for an answer. Um, Lloyd? Yeah. I'm going to upset you. I'm going to agree with Anis and uh, Jordan. I think that Alex needs a loan next season because I think he needs to play 30, 35 games next season. And I think that we need to see how he does when he's playing that level of games. So if Girona are promoted, for example, have they been promoted already, actually? Not yet, they're very close. Okay, if Girona are promoted, um, I would talk to their coach and I would see if he if if he thinks that he's a player that he wants to use, then most almost certainly I'd be looking at, at loaning him out next season. And it's not that I don't rate him, and I wish I'd have seen more of him this season, but I guess for me, the telling thing is that even when Torre's legs fell off, Zabaleta got in a midfield ahead of, of, of Alex. And Can I, think, I come back at that? I'm not finished. Okay. I, 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 from, the <laughs> things that, from the things that Pep has said, reading between the lines, it feels like Pep feels to play at the base of, of, of the midfield in the Premier League, you have to be physically strong and tall. Um, I, and I don't think that... I just don't... I don't think Alex's position is in one of the... The, the number eight, the floating eight yeah. that De yeah. and Silva play. He's a base of the, the midfield player. Uh, Guardiola doesn't play with a double pivot. So it's either all on Garcia or it's all on somebody else. And when I kind of look at it from that angle, I just think he needs a year out on loan somewhere where he plays every week, where he's got the, the trust of the manager. And then at the end of that year, depending on how he's done, Guardiola can decide what he wants to do in terms of integrating him or selling him sorry Lloyd now you can come back okay I hear all that but um, I don't think we can go into the season with Fernandinho Fernando and a crocked Gundogan as our midfield options because even if we sign one centre mid and I do think we'll sign a centre mid that's not enough for me no way near enough bodies Um, and there's no one that we've got in the youth team or anyone that's going to come through and play that role if we're getting rid of Yaya and we're getting rid of Delph and I do think we'll sign some. Uh, we'll sign someone. I think we need. Um, we definitely, definitely need to keep uh, Garcia around. Okay, well, for me, uh, before we go any further, I need to make a massive apology to, to to you guys. I've left a name off that list, which probably changes this discussion mildly. Aaron Moy, because <laughs> he belongs to us as well. So you can add Aaron, Aaron Moy to your I'm- list. I've been actually talking to my housemate about that. He uh, watched a bit of the championship and he, he's been raving about him and we discussed it. But then I realised that he's not homegrown, is he? Because he... No, he is. He, grew up, he, grew up, he, he is. is. How? He is. Uh, he, he was in Bolton's academy. Yeah. Oh my God, days. that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, uh, come on, he is not a better footballer than... No, I'm not... Oh. No, okay, I, hold on, hold on, Lloyd. I don't want... He's I'm, like, I'm it's like saying, a tenacious David Silva. I'm not saying that he's a, he's a better footballer at all, but what I'm saying is that he's much more suited to playing any of those roles, whether it be uh, a deep-lying playmaker or a number eight, than Alex Garcia is right now. Because he's got a lot of the same technical attributes, even if they may not be quite at 
um, Garcia's level, but he's also got the physical attributes that Pep will be looking for. So I would be loaning Garcia out. Um, and Aaron... Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be to be honest, I'd, I'd be all right with that if we kept. What what basically what I was saying is I would not go into a season with Fernandinho and Fernando as your. Even started that part of the purpose of this podcast is to basically make a sell list so that we know how many players we need to buy in each position. And I yeah, but you've got to consider the converse when um, when thinking about who you're going to sell, and I, if I, you're going to have Fernandinho, Fernando, and Gundogan. But yeah, no, if we're having Moy as well, I'm 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 cool with that. Okay. I, I think Fernandinho Gundogan for that uh, number six role and possibly potentially another signing is enough. I think that's fine. That's good enough cover for me. I'd agree with that. Um, also, I know he's been incredible in the championship. I'm just not sold on Moy. I mean, if he was 21, 22 and he'd be doing this, I'd be saying, bring him back. He's got so much potential. He could be a big player for us. The guy's 26. He's doing very well. Yes, Huddersfield fans love him. But in my opinion, sell him on, get 10 million for him or whatever we could get for him, put it towards bringing in a top-class player. Uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't think he's a Manchester city caliber player. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to... Uh, I When I've seen him play, I like him a lot. In terms of the... The question, the question of how it affects Garcia, I think it kind of affects him, but it doesn't affect him because for me, Garcia's the one who I feel needs to go and play so that we can make a decision in 12 months' time about his qualities and whether he deserves a chance at Manchester City. So for that reason, Garcia's got to go on loan. Aaron Moy is a body that we can keep in the squad if we end up not buying somebody else when we get to the, uh, to the outgoings part. Uh, to the incomings part. Okay, so we're decided for now that Garcia is going on loan. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, we keep him more as well. We'll we'll keep him for the moment, but then when we get to incomings, it may well be. I'm signing two centre mids, by the way. So yes, yeah, so, so there'll be a there'll be plenty to discuss when we get to the to the incomings podcast. Uh, okay. Uh, very quickly, Navas goes. Yes. 100% easiest one on the list. <laughs> Get him out. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Um, silver stays goes without saying. Uh, Sterling stays goes without saying. Okay. Mr. Zinchenko. We have to decide whether... I, no, I have no idea what this guy is like or how well he's done. So I know you're a fan of him, Ace. And I know you wanted to keep him last summer, but... If he'd been um, lighting up the Eredivisie with uh, PSV, I'd be very excited. But he's hardly featured for them. He's dropped back into the Dupla League with their reserve team, Young PSV. And I think he needs another loan because it's clearly not worked out too well for him. I think he's impressed in the Dupla League, but then again, so is Manu Garcia. And he's he um, flopped at Alaves in La Liga. So another loan for Zinchenko for me. He's not ready to come back. Ooh. It's a little, uh, little forceful there. Um, Lloyd, what about for you? Um, I'd turn the question on its head. I would, I think, Bersan Salina's not on the list and he's played very well in the Eredivisie and um, is in, I think he's been nominated for their player of the season. He's got like four goals, six assists, starts every week. I think he's, I think, whilst I think Zinchenko could be a better player, I think he's 
massively overtaken Zinchenko in his development. So I would actually bring him back and I would loan Zinchenko because his loan just hasn't worked. Yeah, fine. I'm, I'm down with loaning him out again because um, the loan hasn't worked and he's disappointed me. So he must suffer the consequences of disappointing me by going out on loan again. Um, okay. Gabby Jesus stays, goes without saying. Next up, Mr. Nolito. It's been interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, Anis, you go first. Um, the thing with Nolito is, I, I don't know why he hasn't settled. He was he was supposed to be this good first team slash bench player who'd come on, contribute goals and assists. And he was doing that up until um, November, but then something happened. Pep didn't take a liking to him. And he doesn't play, which is a shame because although I don't rate him as much as some guys said at the start of the season, I think he's a decent squad player. And when you consider that Sterling and Sané have zero backups, when Navas leaves, they'll only have Nolito. I think, I think, I've, sorry, Navas. Sorry, when Navas leaves, there'll only be Nolito left. I think Nolito would be a, a perfect backup to them too. Okay. Um, Lloyd? Uh, Nolito is a difficult one. I think in theory you keep him, but I think circumstances made it such that it's become kind of clear that Sane and Sterling don't have any backup because of the infrequency that Guardiola has selected him. And since the turn of the year, and to be honest, even before that, he's kind of just disappeared. There was a there was a month when he wasn't on the bench hardly mm-hmm. at all. I think there was one game where he was in January. There's a lot of rumours that, well, he's outright said he's not going to learn English, which I think is a absolutely ridiculous thing to say in an interview. And I think it's quite clear that um, I think it's quite clear that he's going to go. I, I can't see us keeping him. There's there was rumours yesterday, um, not even rumours. Uh, Celta Vigo's uh, president said they're going to try and sort a deal with City, um, and that Nolito said he'd be happy to take a cut price um, on his wages, like Ayago Aspas did. So I just think I think he's actually just not going to stay. So for me, as much as I think he has shown he's got quality, I think he's going to go. So. He's off for me. Okay. Uh, Jordan? Yeah. Um, at the start of the season, I thought he was excellent. I thought he was pivotal to the way we were playing. He seemed quite tactically disciplined, hugging that touchline. Um, and it seemed like we missed him when he wasn't in the team. But I don't really know what's happened. He's, I don't know. Um, can only speculate with like homesickness or just not liking um, the environment that he's in. But he's just gone completely off the boil. Since in 2017, he's played 136 minutes of football and over 100 of those wow. in cup matches. So I think that that goes uh, shows you the way it's going. And I think he's suffered um, because of the excellent Leroy Sane form. Um, and we just mm-hmm. he doesn't give us that same sort of threat on both sides of pace, um, explosiveness. And I think I think it's time to get rid. He was brought in at the age of 29, 30. Um, so clearly a short-term signing designed to have an instant impact. And it's just not really gone the right way for him. So I think we should just cut our losses with that one and then look to bring in someone who can replicate Sane's style of play maybe Patrick Roberts back from Celtic or something like that he would at least give us some unpredictability on that side when Sane's not playing okay um I think that's decided Nolito is on his way um right let's talk about Pat Roberts next then since you've just brought him up can I go first yeah go for it yeah he's not coming back you not next. think nope <laughs> why not I just uh I, I, go on I'll, I'll explain why I, but go on I disagree. I, I because we're going to sell 
um, both Nolito and well Navas leaves on a free, but we're going to sell Nolito. I think because of the, I think because of the fact that we're going to play a back three a lot because um, obviously Sane and Sterling are so good. I think I think there's a chance that he that he could come back. Um, he's been underused at Celtic, which I, which is really frustrating. But that also does kind of worry me because I do think Brendan Rodgers is a good manager and would play him more. Um, so I don't have particularly strong feelings. It's more just I, d- I can't see us signing. We're not going to sign two wingers. Um, mm. So it's more we need that kind of option. However, what I would couch that with is in a year's time, I think uh, one of Brahim Diaz or Sancho could kind of take that role of playing the odd game if one of them gets injured. So, yeah, I, I could be swayed, but essentially. I-, I actually I really like Patrick Roberts. I think he's a good player, but... Um, yeah, I don't have particularly strong feelings. I'd, I'd, I'd have him back too, purely because um, there's space for him there. We only have, we'll only have two wingers if, as we, we say, Navas and Nuto will leave. There's certainly space for him there, so I'd have him back. Good backup. Yes. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you, t- you two guys said, Anis and Lloyd. Um, we paid up Lads, to 12. You lot are off your head. <laughs> funny, but you lot are off your head. Like, uh, so look at it like this, right? Are you saying to me that if Raheem Sterling or Leroy Sane gets a three-month injury, you're all down with the next in line being Patrick Roberts? Well, he won't be. He, we won't have three wingers. We'll have we'll sign another winger this summer, as 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 the rumours speculate, maybe Komen or someone. But as a fourth choice, it's not bad. I, I don't mind that Patrick Roberts fourth choice. Okay, yeah, me. that's a different thing for me. That's an entirely different conversation. My, That's what we're saying. But my feeling is that in terms of how we balance this squad and looking at the forward positions as well, I think that what's more likely to happen is that we bring in one other absolutely A-grade winger and then yeah. the three guys fight it out for two spots. Is, and, is that enough? Three three players for four, for two spots? It is, you, because... You, you need a backup. Jesus, yeah, because Gabby Jesus can also play from wide. So in terms of... You've actually got four wingers there then. So for me, the, the it makes far more sense for the moment in terms of balancing the squad and bodies and numbers and stuff to go, you know what? No, Patrick Roberts doesn't come back. We get rid of Navas and Nolito and we bring one world-class winger in to replace those two. All right, that's, that's, actually, that's actually a fair point. I, I think we've Go got on, a good chance, um, at least in pre-season. Well, we, he's not one of ours. He's not one what of do us. You mean? We, we've paid up to £12.5 for him. There's potential there. You saw what he did against us in the Champions League with that goal. Pep spoke about him after the match. There's, there's quality there. And I think, just off the, as a fourth-choice winger, I know you say Gabby Jesus can play on the wing. We don't want him on the wing. We want him up top. Um, we Okay, you could speculate about Sterling or Sané getting a three-month injury. But the kid's 19. He could easily come back and um, push on. And I think not giving him a chance that season would be the wrong thing to do. He can't, he's, he, Brendan, Rogers, got- Brendan Rogers would play him week in and week out if he thought that he was at the level to play week in and week out in that league. And he's not. So that that's a very good coach. No matter what you think about Rogers. Picked Sterling and he played Sterling at 17 because Sterling was good enough in the Premier League, right? And in the Scottish Premier League, he's not picking Patrick Roberts. So I appreciate the fact that there's like a will for him to do well. And I appreciate the idea that we've spent 
12 million pound on him. I want to win the league and the Champions League next season. And I don't so want to in a situation where... We, go on. Go do you want to sell him or do you want to sell him or loan him then? No, I want to loan him again. I want to loan, yeah. But in the Premier League, I think he needs... I think Patrick Roberts needs a loan in the Premier League and he needs to come into our league and shame us into bringing him back. The, the other way I'm thinking about bringing him back is because there are other areas of the squad which we need to focus on. And if we can sort out a winging a wing position for no fee, then that would really help us out. And I think, I, I know, what, I completely get your point, Asan, and it's valid, but I think we should give him a chance, at least in pre-season, just to show us what he can do. Okay. I kind of want to balance the squad for, for, the, for next season. I, I didn't want to get into a situation where we start going, well, we'll have a look in pre-season and then make a call on it with too many players. So okay. I feel as though I'm going to have to bring him back because the three of you want to bring him back. So, okay. Pat Roberts. <laughs> but it's, bring, it's bringing him back and I, I, I'm, I still want to sign a, a top winger. It was yeah. more, more just as an mm. option. Yeah, Navas are gone and Roberts and another top winger would be my ideal outcome. Okay. Well, when, it, when it comes to counting bodies, we'll see how that works. But for the moment, that's fine. So Pat Roberts stays. Uh, Boney? Big Boney? God. Would so you good. Boney? He's already out the door. Just get rid. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't make Stokes bench. And Peter Crouch got him out of the team. And the Stoke oh, uh, guy that I spoke to on their podcast said he's a disgrace. Direct quote. <laughs> quotes about Hughes as well. He's saying that it's crazy. One minute he's out of the yeah. team. The reason you're out of the team, Wilfred, is because you're terrible. Man, I really, really hope China come through with this guy. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, indeed. Um, Okay, what are we doing with Kelechi? Because this is, this is a really, really, really big call to make because I love that boy. Yeah. Um, has anybody got a... Lloyd, have you got like a... Have you thought about this one? Yeah. Go on, hit me with it. Well, it depends on Aguero, doesn't it? Um, so for me, I would... I, 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 I rate Kelechi, but I think... Ooh, basically, I think if you keep if you keep Aguero, I would loan him um, because it's clear that he's got unbelievable potential and he's got an eye for goal which very few players have. And if you look at if you look at what the uh, analytics and stats guys say about him, and I know he plays mm. for City and sometimes come on, they think he's got serious serious potential. So. If you it's don't mind me asking, Lloyd, when you say that it's connected to Aguero, I don't really understand that. I, I don't really understand what you're saying. I think I, what, what I'm saying is I don't think we'll sell Aguero and loan Kelechi. How are the two connected, though? Because I don't, well, I don't think we'll let both of them... So you think that... Yeah, it's, so, 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 so what you're saying is that if we sell Aguero, we won't sign another world-class forward? No, I, yeah. I think we will, but I think we've got to have three. We can't have two. I don't think they're connected... I don't think I, we can, I think I think we can have a separate issue. And, one, and one striker. Okay. So what do you want to do with him then? Let's say that Aguero stay and what do you want to do with Kelechi? I'd loan him. Okay. Yeah. Anis? Um, I, I wouldn't mind selling him with like either a buyback clause or whatever or loan. But I would say sell him purely because Pep doesn't like him and there's no space for him in the squad anymore. He's he's such an amazing player. I love Kelechi. I, 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 love, I love nearly everything about him. I think he's so underrated on, on, on Twitter. He gets so much shit, and he's the, he's literally a kid. He's twenty. His goals per minutes ratio is the best in the history of the Premier League. His shot, his shot numbers and stats are through the roof. He's a generally a top top class finisher. But I'd sell him, sell him maybe with a buyback if that's possible. 
But there's no space for him here. Gabi Jesus, Aguero. Aguero, if he goes, we'll sign another world-class player. There's no space for him, so he has to go. Okay. John, sell, loan, keep. Um, loan, it would be an absolute disaster to sell him for the reasons just mentioned. His finishing ability for such a, kid, a young kid is remarkable. Um, I think we'd really, really regret it if we ended up selling him. Um, and because of his goal-scoring record, I think he'd have the pick of club, his pick of top clubs to go on loan to. I wouldn't mind seeing him at a Champions League club like Porto, Benfica, um, some teams who are famed for having good strikers. Like If you ended up at Porto where Jackson Martinez, Radamel Falcao have come through and excelled, then I think that would be an ideal situation. Um, are but you to... loaning him so that we can bring him back one day and he can play for us? Or are you loaning him to increase his value to sell him further down the line? No way. He's... To come back to us, one hundred percent. I think he's that, got. In that much case, time. why are we loaning him to to Portugal? What's the? I don't see what he's learning there. Like we, he's got to go on loan to to a league where he's actually going to be challenged. In, to play Champions League football. Sorry. To play Champions League football. If he's at a club in the Champions League, that's going to improve his development. Uh, okay, interesting. It's an interesting way of looking at it. Well, I, that's I'll just a. Um, one club that I've plucked out of the air. I mean, I'd be happy to see him at the top level playing week in, week out. He's already got so much ability in terms of his finishing. Would you he loan just... him to Southampton? I don't see yeah. why not. I don't see why yeah. not. I just want to sell him, to be honest. Okay. Um, hmm, we're a bit, we're, we're in a little bit of limbo here because I think we've got, no, actually we're not in limbo because I'd loan him as well. So, Anis, we ain't selling him. We're, uh, we're going to loan him. Well, you loan him, there's probably going to be an option to buy. And knowing him... We're not giving an option to buy. We're not giving an option to buy. No way. It's, it's oh. not, that's not, then we may as well just sell him with a buyback clause. Makes more sense to to loan him without any options to buy. and then Because if he... I think those options to buy, are they generally tend to favour the buying club as opposed to the selling club. And the reality yeah, no. is that if Iheanacho goes to whether he goes to the Premier League or to La Liga or to Italy or wherever he goes, if he goes and backs 25 goals, this value is going to go up. So, mm. so yeah, so I wouldn't be putting any clauses in there. It'll just be a straight loan. Um, okay, very briefly, because I don't really know a lot about him, Marlos Moreno. Um, he's, 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 is he a Deportivo La Coruña or the other Deportivo? Nice Spanish accent. La Coruña, I think. Yeah, he's, La Coruña. Yeah. They're, they're La Liga, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't played, has he? Well, no, uh, they've got he, Pepe Melin. And since they got Pepe Melin, he, he's not making squads. Yeah. He's uh, he's 18. He's like, well, he's only played the Colombian League. He's only made a handful of uh, appearances for Colombia. So maybe another loan elsewhere. Yeah. But uh, this guy probably won't make it. I mean, let's be honest. He, he got a really bad injury back in November whilst playing. Oh, but did he? Yeah, and he actually started quite well there. He didn't really... Um, register many goals and assists, but he was one of those players that provided a bit of a spark, looked good when he came on. Um, and also, um, Blue Moon Rising, sorry to mention, um, arrived. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Blue Moon yeah. Rising did an interview with Tim Vickery when Moreno signed and Gavin yeah. And Tim Vickery said he's more excited about the potential of Marlos Moreno than he is about Tim. Tim Vickery is on and off with his opinions on the South yeah. American footballers, but he he is he is very highly rated in, in uh, Colombia. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to go another loan and see how it works out. Yeah, I, I'd agree, I'd agree with that. He's not ready to come back. He's clearly not had the best loan spell. But, nah. But, but to be getting uh, praise like that from someone who's a, um, an expert supposedly in South American football, I think 
be foolish to sell him so early. Yeah. Mm. So another loan for him. Yeah. Lloyd, is that okay with you? 100%. Okay. Um, you brought up Bertrand Selina. So maybe we should talk about Selina and also talk about um, the lanky lad whose name I can never pronounce. And as you know. Yes. That's my name. And as you know. <laughs> um, so, Lloyd, you said that you wanted to keep Selina. If you don't mind me asking, what position are you keeping him for in Pep's 4-3-3? We don't play with number 10s. Um, it would be what for... I would be keeping him for the two eight roles because I think we will sign um, Isco or someone someone like that. I think we'll sign another player like that. But it was more just when I was looking at my squad, I was keeping one of Zinchenko and Selena um, because of Gundogan's injury partly. And he's done very, very well in the Eredivisie and has overtaken Zinchenko. So I was just keeping him to play that kind of... Um, one of De Bruyne or Silva's roles. Okay. And um, uh, Unas, what are we doing with him? He's um, he's banging them in in, uh, in the Netherlands, isn't he? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to loan him again for one more season. And the only reason that I say that is because he's big, but he's slow. So Yeah, he's very clunky at pre-season when I watched him. Yeah, and I just feel a bit like if... He might be a top finisher, but if we're loaning Ian Acho out because as good a finisher as he is, his all-round game isn't there, I find it really difficult to believe that that, that this lad will have the all-round game that Pep... Yeah, the only- and the, um, the Eredivisie is the most fraudulent league there is, so <laughs> loan him out somewhere else and see if he that, does well there. That, what was his name? The Brazilian that scored like 50... That's it. Alfonso Alves, Altador, the the American player, got like thirty goals there in one season. Wow! I just don't, I don't trust it. I mean, you, you get you get the odd gem, but overall, you get a, you get a lot of a lot of cucks coming out of there, man. They're not good enough. Let's not forget our good friend uh, Giorgio Samaras as well. Hey, 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 hey. yeah. I'll have, nothing, I'll have nothing bad said about him. <laughs> um, Unal's uh, also been on a bit of a goal drought recently I think he hadn't scored in over a month and a half oh. Something like that So I think it's another loan for him But that looks like quite an astute buy from us We've got, got him for two how, and a half million How old is he? How old is he? He's only 20 I think I think yeah he's 19-20 And yeah. what Jordan said is right I think he's 100% loan The only thing I'd say is Like Jordan said I think it's a good bit of business Because we got him for very little And okay I agree with everything that Anis has said on the Eredivisie But Scored, I think, 13 league goals for them this season. And the, the most exciting thing about him is he scores a massive variety of goals and he scores yeah. some unbelievable banks. So yeah. we, could and, definitely, and it, we could definitely ship him on for sure. 10, 15 mil if he, um, if he doesn't become a City player. So definitely. Yeah, NSG now, 19 years old, 13 league goals and 25 appearances. So yeah, no, it's all right. It's I'd decent. i loan him out again. I'd prefer him not to go to go Holland, though, if we can, lo- if we can find a, a Spanish loan or a... Premier League loan, yeah. a newly promoted side. A newly promoted side in the Premier League would be next level. I kind of, I feel like we missed a trick a little bit because when you loan players out in the Premier League, they can't play against you and they can play against everybody else. Mm. And I feel like, you know, for example, with Ian Acho, I kind of feel like the way things have gone, maybe it would have been better if we'd have loaned him out to somebody like Southampton and let him just <laughs> bang goals in against our rivals and then not be able to play against us. <laughs> Well, that's what um, Chelsea tried to do with Lukaku, isn't it? And then yeah. they, exactly. him and then they it worked. Could, but they could be buying him back for 
50 odd million so we've got to be careful not to let go of a great prospect and put him in the shop window for other clubs absolutely look lads i'm very conscious of time so there's one last 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 final player to talk about and that is conaguero um it's going to be interesting who wants to go first i will he's, he's got to stay we can't sell our world-class player i think He's had a he's had a really poor spell for about three months, um, but I think in the past few weeks since Gabriel Jesus got injured, I know he had a poor game away at Monaco, should have scored a few chances, but he's grafting, he's trying hard, he's looking to make adjustments to his game, and I think we've got to keep him. Anis, um, can Lloyd go first? Because yeah. <laughs> go on, Lloyd. Uh, right, I'd keep him, but just looking at my squad now. I think we're definitely signing the striker. I'm not sure how you have a balance between Jesus, Aguero and a top striker. I think that could be a bit unbalanced and that is what would happen. The thing is, the thing is with Aguero is I think he's done, I think he's done really, really well and deserves a huge amount of credit for um, what he's done since Jesus got injured. I didn't expect this from him. I must say his form has been really good. And whilst I still don't think he's fully up to speed, He's improved immeasurably and he's starting to not just run harder, but run a lot smarter as well. Mm. However, I think, I still think Aguero will probably go in the summer, even though he's been so good, but I would keep, but I would, I would keep him. Okay. What about you? Can I go, can I go before Anis? Yeah. Okay, sure. I'm going to sell Aguero. And the reason I'm going to sell him is because with the amount of, I think firstly, from a, from a football point of view, what, what Lloyd just said is absolutely spot on. I think Ian Acho will go on loan. I think we're going to sign another centre-forward. And I think that, the for me, the issue becomes, if you keep Aguero, the issue becomes you can't bring in another world-class centre-forward. You can't do it because there's just no space then. Um, and with Aguero, there's the, the kind of the double thing that because of his age, he's at peak value, but his peak value will plummet very, very quickly over the next 18 months. So, I and I've got my eye on Mbappe from um, from Monaco. I know Pep's got his eye on, on Obama Yang, has had his eye on Obama Yang. I just feel that this summer, the, 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 the time has come, basically. I think that the planets are going to align in such a way that it's going to make more sense to take 60 or 70 million euros for Aguero and immediately reinvest it in a player who's nearly 10 years younger. Did you see today that Monaco apparently rejected a bid from United for Mbappe worth 110 million euros? That's just not true. I think that's I can't, nice, yeah. That's, they, they, that's they, denied, they denied that last night. Yeah, that's, that, that's just not true. He he, City bid for him last summer, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's been confirmed. 40, by, Forty million, yeah, by by Monaco. Um, I didn't realise, but Mbappe did an interview in January where he was asked about City's bid and then asked about the summer, and he basically said that yeah, City bid last summer, but Monaco didn't want to sell me, uh, and he was then asked what what about this summer, and he said when this summer arrives, we'll see what happens. Um. I just hey son, yeah. Can I can I ask you a quick question? Go for it. Regards getting rid of Aguero. Would you be happy going into so 
but it basically is. Would you be happy going into the season with two young attackers, i.e., you'd sign Mbappe, and obviously we've got Jesus, or would you rather we sign a um, a slightly older striker? Because I think that's that's part of it for me. I'm not sure. I'd part of the reason I want to keep Aguero is I'm not sure we could have a Jesus and another young, incredible striker. I think we would need someone who's a bit more reliable, as good as those two look. See, my, yeah. my, my issue with that is that, that's a, that I, I look at that situ- in the, situation in the exact reverse and I look at it like this. I want young guys who are happy to fight for their place and happy to sit on the bench when Pep doesn't pick them without it being a headline and without it being a headache. If Aguero gets put on the bench next season for two games on the bounce, the third game it'll be a headline and there'll be questions in the media. Um, if we go out and sign Obama Yang, it'll be exactly the same thing. You, you're changing the name, but the issue will remain the same. In Gabi Jesus, we've got a player who we feel has the potential to be our number nine or whatever it is for many, many, many years to come. So mm-hmm. we, he needs to have as much space as possible to make that position his own. He's not going to be able to do that if there's a 28-year-old senior striker that the manager or the coach feels pressure to pick or whose agent is talking shit in the press or, you know, it's just, for, for me, I feel as though if you bring another young lad in, and it doesn't have to be Mbappe, you know, you can find another 19, 20-year-old who can finish who's got the pep attributes. My point is more that if you've got two guys fighting for the same spot, they'll be hungry and they'll fight for it and they'll want it and nobody yeah. will try if they get sat on the bench. I really agree with that, Asan, because I, I think that's Pep's only problem with Aguero. Will Aguero let Pep play and develop his project, Gabriel Jesus? Will he let him do that? Or or, or, or will he throw a, a fit? Or will, will, he, will he be, I don't know, annoyed? And will the media get, get on his back for it? That's why I think Aguero will go this summer. And this is not, this is not my own opinion. I know we're in charge here. Because we're in charge, I say keep Aguero. I I love what he's done in the past two months. As Lloyd said, his reaction to Gabriel Jesus coming along has been amazing. But is it feasible? Is it feasible to, to keep benching Gabriel Jesus, who we know is going to be a, a Neymar level player? You with me on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. It's just what the other two lads think. Because this... I'll I'll go I'll go first. To be honest, I agree. My head, basically, the thing with Aguero is, I think I've been so impressed by what he's done, and I've just loved having him at City, and he's such a good player. But the thing is, I think you can't argue with those points, and you can't argue with the financial point as well, which is exactly as you pointed out, Asan, that if we sell Aguero now, we can sell him to a top, top European club, and we can command somewhere between sixty and upwards, upwards million essentially, and. I don't think the squad balances with having Jesus, Aguero and another striker because we're not going to sign a dud. We're going to sign a top striker. So I think it's more my heart saying if you are, if, if I was in control, I'd want to keep Kun because I want to see him get that um, goals record and I want him to stay. I love him watching him play. But if you think about it in, cold, in the cold light of day and go through it like you've just said and think about the financial aspect, I think... I, I think he'll, I think you've got to get. I think he's got to go. I appreciate what you're saying about sentiment, but we can't. We, we're not here to do that. We're we're effectively here 
to give Guardiola the best possible chance he can have of winning the Champions League and the Premier League next season and giving him a squad that he feels can do that. So it's Oh yeah, exactly. That's why that's why I've that's why I couched it. I mean, I, that's that's what I'm saying. I think if you if you have to look at it like that, I think you know, I think you've got you've got a sell Okay. Uh Anis, sell or keep, <sighs> this is a business footballing decision we're making. This isn't about sentiment. The the killer in me is going to have to say so. Jordan? I'm still not sold. I, I want to keep him. I okay. think he's got much to offer and uh, I think it'd be a mistake. Unfortunately, mate, you're outvoted three at I knew what was coming. So, wow. So. Wait till my bomber hears about this. <laughs> Get him on the pod next. Uh, okay. <laughs> Replace him. We want some fan, fan reactions. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not too pleased with that. Um... But yeah, no, me, me, the Jordan. No, me neither. That's the thing. I it's, love Aguero. He's been yeah. so good these past two months. But the game is the game, and yeah, Gabriel, Gabriel Jesus is here. Do, do you? I know this isn't really what this pod is about, but do you guys? Could you guys envisage a situation where they, Jesus and Aguero play together? Well, we played two. I think to be honest, I think Pep. I think Pep, Pep, Pep hates here. strikers. Yeah, Sorry, I think go on, go on live. The difficulty is. I don't. I think Pep's just saying that because it's an easy way of avoiding the question. Essentially, it's a bit of a politician's answer, and I think there's no way we don't sign a top striker this summer. If if we weren't if we weren't in the market for a top striker, then I think you definitely keep Jesus and Aguero. But unfortunately, I think everyone can appreciate that that isn't going to happen. And if and if we are going to sign a top striker. You, I don't think you can keep Aguero. It's, it's difficult, and it it's, it seems absolutely ridiculous to uh, to sign a player with that many Premier League goals and that many goals for City. But we've always been guilty of keeping players slightly too long. And yeah, okay, we might sell him a season too early. But if we if we have Jesus and we sign another genuine top striker, then I think it's got to be done. It could flop. Obviously, Jesus gets another injury, or that striker gets an injury, but. It's it's really difficult, but I think if you're being non-sentimental about it, you probably sell him for 70 mil and reinvest. Yeah, and think about it financially. A lot of the players we want to get rid of, we'll get peanuts for them. We won't get anything. The only market, sorry, the only asset that's worth anything right now to us is Sergio Aguero. That's why I think that's why I think we'll probably sell him, balance the books, and then go go on a spending splurge and and sign loads of good players. It sets up a good discussion about who we bring in next week, doesn't it? Definitely. Because mm. just, so that, just so that you're aware, we are effectively, we've whittled down a list of 38 players to 17. So we've got 17 first-team players, which means nice. that we need to buy eight between six and eight players, depending on what the homegrown situation is in terms of how many players we have that are homegrown in that list of 17 and whether we need to promote more from the EDS or whether there's enough and all that sort of stuff. Just so that we're clear, I'm going to read out the players that we're keeping for our listeners as well. We're keeping Caballero. We're keeping Angus Gunn. We are keeping John Stones and Nicholas Otamendi. We're keeping Alex Kolarov. We're keeping Pablo Maffeo. We're keeping Gundawan, De Bruyne and Sane. We're keeping Fernandinho and Fernando. We're keeping David Silva and Raheem Sterling. We're keeping Gabby Jesus and we are keeping Patrick Roberts. I don't know how that happened. Aaron Moy and Bertrand Salina. Since we've been doing this, by the way, as well, Asan, Patrick Roberts has scored for England under 20s. And I've heard he's lifted up his top saying, that was for you, Asan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, he's rustling me, isn't he? Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. We'll see in pre-season. We'll see in pre-season how he does. Uh, okay, awesome. Well, listen, lads, I um, I've really enjoyed that. That was cool. Like, things feel a bit clearer in my head now. Um, mm. So... So we will reconvene in about four or five days' time and we will begin to look at what positions we need to buy for and start putting together shortlists for those positions. Um, so, yeah, until then, thank you, Lloyd. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Anis. Cheers, that was a lot of fun. Thank you, Jordan. No problem, really enjoyed it. Thank you to everybody who listened. As always, if you like what we do, go to iTunes and subscribe. Send us tweets, unless the tweet is calling us all sorts for selling Aguero. Remember, this is just a podcast. We don't actually have control and we haven't actually sold con. Until next time, be very safe. <laughs>